Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. Today is March 2nd, 2020. This is the Goddess Morning Show, and I am your host, Shannon. Thank you for tuning in. Our first article for today comes to us from Healthline.com, and it is our herb for the day. It's marshmallow root. It's Latin name is Althea officinalis, and it's a perennial herb that's native to Europe, Western Asia, and Northern Africa. It's been used as a folk remedy for thousands of years to treat digestive, respiratory, and skin conditions. Its healing powers are due in part to the mucilage it contains. It's typically consumed in capsule, tincture, or tea form, and it's also used in skin products and cough syrups. So it, can tr- it may help treat coughs and colds. The high mucilaginous content of marshmallow root may make it a useful home remedy for treating coughs and colds. A small study from 2005 found that an herbal cough syrup containing marshmallow root was effective in relieving coughs due to colds, bronchitis, or respiratory tract diseases with formation of mucus. The active ingredient of the syrup was dry ivy leaf extract. It also contained thyme and anise seed. It, the marshmallow root appears to act as an enzyme to loosen mucus and inhibit bacteria. Lozenges containing marshmallow root extract help dry coughs and an irritated throat. All right, number two, it may help relieve skin irritation. The anti-inflammatory effect of marshmallow root may also help relieve skin irritation caused by frunculosis eczema, and dermatitis. A review from 2013 found that using an ointment containing 20% marshmallow root extract reduced skin irritation. Researchers suggest the herb stimulates certain cells that have anti-inflammatory activity. When used alone, the extract was slightly less less effective than an ointment containing an anti-inflammatory synthetic drug. However, An ointment containing both ingredients had higher anti-inflammatory activity than the ointments containing only one or the other. It may help with wound healing. It has antibacterial activity that can make it effective in wound healing. The results of a 2015 animal study from Trusted Source suggests that marshmallow root extract has the potential to treat gram-positive bacteria. 
These bacteria are responsible for over 50% of the infections that occur and include in the antibiotic-resistant superbugs. When applied topically to rat wounds, the extract significantly increased wound healing in comparison to antibiotic controls. It's thought to speed up the healing time and reduce inflammation, but further research is needed to confirm these findings. Number four, it may pr promote overall skin health. Marshmallow root may be used to enhance the appearance of skin that has been exposed to UV radiation. In other words, anyone who's ever been out in the sun may benefit from applying topical marshmallow root. Although laboratory research from 2016 supports the use of marshmallow root extract in UV skincare formulations, researchers need to learn more about the extract's chemical makeup and practical ap applications. Number five, it may act as a pain reliever. A study from 2014 cites research that marshmallow root can act as an analgesic to relieve pain. This may make marshmallow root an excellent choice for soothing conditions that cause pain or irritation, such as sore throat or an abrasion. Number six, it may work as a diuretic. Marshmallow root has the potential to act as a diuretic. Diuretics help flush the body excess fluids out. This helps to cleanse the kidneys and the bladder. Other research suggests the extract can support overall urinary health. A 2016 study suggests that the soothing effect of marshmallow root can relieve internal irritation and inflammation in the urinary tract. Number seven, it may aid in digestion. Marshmallow root has always had a long known potential to treat a wide range of digestive conditions, including constipation, heartburn, and intestinal colic. Number eight, it may help repair gut lining. Marshmallow root may help soothe irritation and inflammation in the digestive tract. A 2010 study found that treat, it could treat irritated mucous membranes and the mucilage content stimulates the cells that support tissue regeneration. Number nine, it may act as an antioxidant. Marshmallow root has an antioxidant property that may help protect the body from damage caused by free radicals. A 2011 study found it to be comparable to standard antioxidants. Number 10, it may support heart health. Scientists are investigating the potential of marshmallow flower extract in treating various heart conditions. A 2011 animal study Examine the effects of liquid marshmallow flower extract in treating lipemia, platelet aggregation, and inflammation. These conditions are sometimes linked to cardio cardiovascular disease. Researchers found that taking the flower extract for one month had a positive effect on HDL levels. And that is your good cholesterol, high-density lipoproteins, which would increase heart health. All right, you should only take marshmallow root for up to four weeks at a time. And you can take it with an eight ounce glass of water to help reduce your risk of side effects. It is generally well tolerated. In some cases, it can upset the stomach or cause dizziness. Starting with a low dose and gradually working your way up to a full dose can help reduce your risk of side effects. And be sure to take a one-week break before resuming after those four weeks initially. 
When applied topically, marshmallow root has the potential to cause skin irritation. You should always do a patch test before moving forward with a full application. Talk to your doctor if you're taking other medications before starting marshmallow root, and it's been found to interact with lithium and diabetes drugs. It can also coat the stomach and interfere with the absorption of other medications. Avoid use if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, have diabetes, or having a scheduled surgery within the next few weeks, two weeks. Although marshmallow root is generally considered safe for use, you should still talk with your doctor before taking. The herb isn't meant to replace any doctor-approved treatment plan. With your doctor's approval, add an oral or topical dose into your routine. You can reduce your risk for side effects by starting with a small amount and gradually increasing it over time. Our moon and planetary positions for today are as follows. We have our sun in Pisces. Moon is waxing in Gemini. Mercury is still in retrograde in Pisces. Venus is in Aries. Mars is in Capricorn. Jupiter is in Capricorn. Saturn is in Capricorn. Uranus is in Taurus. Neptune in Pisces. Pluto in Capricorn. And Chiron in Aries. In our holistic health articles today from mindbodygreen.com, we have what is pink noise and what can it do for you? Contributing writer is Kirsten Nunez, and the medical review was done by Sarah Villafranco. And this article was written on the 25th of February of this year. It says, as more people turn to noise machines for sleep and relaxation, many are choosing something called pink noise. Anecdotally, pink noise is more soothing and calming, and there's some research in its effects. Here, learn how pink noise can help you get some R&R. Number one, it helps you fall asleep. There's nothing worse than finally dozing off, only to be jolted awake by a slamming or shrieking siren. Slamming door or shrieking siren. The specific noise isn't the exact problem. According to Carolyn Burke, sleep coach and research writer at the Sleep Advisor, it's more about the sudden changes in volume or frequency that are more likely to wake us up. Enter the peaceful consistency of pink noise. Pink noise provides a constant ambient sound, helping to mask sounds that interfere with sleep, explains Terry Kral, RN, certified clinical sleep educator and sleep expert with the Better Sleep Council. It's similar to white noise, but is less harsh and has calming and more calming, she notes. Specifically, pink noise minimizes the difference between abrupt sounds and the background, making it easier to fall asleep. Number two, it can promote deeper rest. It's one thing to sleep into a slumber, slip into a slumber, but what about staying asleep long enough to get sufficient deep sleep? That's another story. Deep sleep, also known as slow wave sleep, is the type of rest you need to feel refreshed and energized the next morning. It's also when your body repairs muscles, regrows tissue, and enhances its immune function. Pink noise can help you reach the stage by masking potentially jarring sounds and ultimately allowing continuous sleep. Pink noise also lends a hand by altering brain activity. According to Alex Savy, certified sleep science coach and founder of Sleeping Ocean, our brain waves are naturally very slow and smooth during deep sleep. But when you hear pink noise, the frequency of your brain waves adjusts to it. In other words, pink noise decreases the complexity of your brain waves even further, resulting in more stable and restorative sleep. Number three, it could improve your memory. 
Thanks to its effect on deep sleep, pink noise is also associated with supporting and enhancing memory. That's because memory consolidation depends on adequate sleep, deep sleep. The process starts with your hippocampus, the part of your brain that's known for making memories and decisions. In fact, the hippocampus is known as the brain's flash drive. As you snooze, the memories you made while you were awake relocate to the cortex, where it's saved as long-term memory. There isn't much research on the link between pink noise and memory since pink noise hasn't been extensively studied. However, in one small study, pink noise was found to improve deep sleep and memory recall in 13 older adults. The researchers credited this effect to the memory processing that occurs during sleep. Number four, it might help you focus. The sound masking ability of pink noise isn't limited to your beauty sleep. If external sounds are messing with your focus, try listening to pink noise. By creating a constant soothing sound that reduces jolting distractions, could better concentrate on the tasks at hand. Especially pink noise, essentially pink noise can make it easier to focus in the same way it helps other people sleep. This is especially useful when you're trying to work in a loud cafe, office, or house. So what's the difference between pink noise and white noise? There isn't a huge difference between white noise and pink noise in terms of research and benefits. The main difference is they sound alike, what they sound like. According to Kral, both pink noise and white noise contain all the frequencies that humans are able to hear from 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. But white noise has equal power across all frequencies, while pink noise is more powerful on the lower end of the sound spectrum, she explains. Pink noise is basically white noise with a louder, stronger bass. An example of white noise is static on an old television. Pink noise is more natural and flat, like steady rain or leaves rustling. So which one is right for you? It comes down to personal preference. After all, everyone's brain responds to sound in different ways. The best choice is the one that suits your needs. Before investing in a sound machine, try listening to colored noise tracks on YouTube or Spotify. You might even be able to find a machine that offers both pink and white noise. With a bit of trial and error, you can determine which colored noises work best for you. And they recommend the best noise machines um, oh, it, I'm sorry, it didn't list the brands. I thought it was going to. All right, for our herbal section today from growforagecookferment.com, we have herbal salve recipe. Then um, it starts out by saying uh, you... Take the um, essential oil and use the cheesecloth and squeeze away every last bit of the oil if you made it from scratch, um, you know, with a carrier oil and herbs in a double boiler, which we've mentioned on this podcast before. So if you did, use a cheesecloth and squeeze every last bit of oil into your bowl. Now that you have your essential oil, it's time to gather the rest of the necessary ingredients. You need beeswax or car carnauba, carnauba wax for vegans, 
essential oil of your choice, and some sort of vessel to put your finished salve in, such as a tin. And that's all you need besides the infused oil. Um, it says she used about one ounce of beeswax wax, and lavender and lemon essential oils to accentuate the lavender flowers and lemon balm in the salve. Everything comes together quite quickly. Put your bowl of herb-infused oil onto a pot of boiling water, double boiler style. Cut your wax into chunks and add it to the warm oil. Add drops of the essential oil you chose. It says she used 12 drops of lavender and 6 drops of lemon. Once the oil heats up the wax, they should melt fairly quickly. When it's completely melted, take the bowl off the heat, off the heat, which it's probably hot, and carefully pour it into your tins or vessel of choice. All right, in our astrology news today, we have an article talking about the age of Aquarius. A paradigm shift is coming. And this comes to us from, oh gosh, where did this article come from? Make sure I give them credit for this. I don't have it right offhand. I'll have to look it up and come back to that. It was written by Monifa Walker, but I don't have, I'm not sure what the website was. I'll look that up and credit it in the show notes. All right. So Age of Aquarius, a paradigm shift is coming. Notice the news about our axis changing, the magnetosphere shifting from north to south. These are the sum of the signs we're reaching the end of the Age of Pisces, and then it will be the Age of Aquarius. Whenever the spring equinox and the axis travels through a certain sign, that signifies the age that we're in. To go through each sign is approximately 2,000 years totaling 25,000 in total. So the official moment the age of Aquarius will begin won't be until the 22nd century. But as we are still understanding the ages, what is apparent is that activity shifts and evolution happen way before we reach that year. Actually, some we're already witnessing when it comes to relationships and identity. That will be the peak. We're now entering the buildup. Those with their Uranus and Capricorn, Aquarius, or Pisces will be leading the way. Genius minds like Hedy Lamar, which without her, there would be no Wi-Fi, have their Uranus in Aquarius, so we already know the genius and illumination Aquarius can bring. The age of Pisces began roughly around the time Christianity began. No accident, as one of the things Pisces rules, is faith. Pisces is the sign of dissolved barriers, boundaries, and through the middle period of this age was when we witnessed coalescence, coalescence of religion, science, and spirituality. Sadly, monotheism at this time was used to deceive control under the guise of philanthropy. Meanwhile, men like Copernicus, who introduced the heliocentric model, which now has been proven, and Galileo wanted us to dissolve the core beliefs in our mind that time. Beliefs like the sun goes around our earth were the only galaxy in existence. Pisces rules the astral realm, the unconscious, and the dream space. Very interestingly, 
when we think of the influence of Giordano Bruno, a hermetic occultist, philosopher, mathematician, hypothesized at the time that the stars were distant sun. Our sun is a star surrounded by their own planets, which indicated life is created there the same as in our system. He was declared a heretic by the religious inquisition and they tortured and murdered him. Pisces energy can bring martyrdom. Quite funny that religion and faith brought deception by claiming such thinking victimized folks who could never comprehend such ideas. Yet killing and condemning the men and women who publicized such ideas, thus becoming martyrs for their beliefs and philosophies. Pisces is also about creativity, art, spirituality, and in many ways, rebellion. During this period, we've also been blessed with those determined to dissolve boundaries in our psyche and unconscious. So, I'm going to skip ahead to the age of Aquarius, because that was just going through the age of Capricorn and then the age of Pisces, as I look at it in retrospect. Uranus is considered hermaphroditic in nature. Let's go back a bit. In mythology, the creators of Uranus are the goddesses Ether and Nyx, light and darkness, amongst others. One of Uranus's children is Aphrodite. The god Hermaphroditus' parents are Hermes and Aphrodite. Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury Hermes, and Aphrodite is love, creativity, and desire. Hermaphroditus is the intersex god, his aesthetics embodying man and woman. He was the walking alchemical marriage of light, dark, masculine, and feminine. I mention this as it does pertain slightly to why we are noticing a major shift in how we identify ourselves, whether we're single, in a partnership, or whatever. People are experiencing the discomfort of the karma from the age of Capricorn, clashing with the Piscean energy, thus dissolving the boundaries for individuals to feel liberated in their truth, their being, freedom from the constructs that have defined us for all millennia. Noble people in with Uranus and Aquarius, apart from Hedy Lamar, include Nelson Mandela, Joan of Arc, Albert Camus, and jo Johan von Goethe. Sadly, some people are allowing to, the fear to make them think everyone all of a sudden doesn't know if they want to be a man or a woman. That is a very narrow and generalized assumption of the spiritual revolution that is occurring in many. Look at marriage. The institution of marriage isn't going anywhere, but what is changing? The hopes, desires, and wishes we have about entering marriage if we wish. All right. And so... Just skipping ahead a little bit. It says, um, We're experiencing some of the purest alchemy known to man right now. Aquarius rules electricity, internet, and technology. If you've read Origin by Dan Brown, you may be able to guess where I'm headed with this. The digital age, artificial intelligence, is here to stay. But we have the power to integrate help us to evolve rather than a war of dystopia. Which, when you think about it, those stories are formed because the authors illuminate that the internal chaos and desire to project blame leads us to building machines and computers that are a mirror of us. Even in American gods, the god of technology, the goddess of media, they embed some of the darkest aspects of ourselves, yet we pretend their actions are not influenced by us at all. Okay, 
Who would we be without all of our attachments to resentments and things that majorly irritate us? This is something that will only come to light the further we edge to the age of Aquarius. In other words, there are those of us here to help ourselves, the masses to raise their consciousness to get ready for a shift to a new paradigm, to live a life that exists beyond the kingdom of Malkuth. Many foresaw this. Visionaries like Tesla saw the future. He had Uranus in his first house. Jupiter is associated with our life path, our dharma. Whenever it ingresses a sign, it's also bringing a shift within our beliefs, attitudes, and the direction we're heading. Jupiter is a social planet, so we see this play out everywhere. Saturn is also a social planet. So to have both in Aquarius in the next year will be the beginning of the end. The end of the beginning. Because you see, everything is infinite. Everything evolves. Even what we identify as the space-time continuum. I want everyone to be observing very carefully this next year as Jupiter is in Capricorn and this article was written last year. So um, talking about this year, especially if Jupiter is in Capricorn in your own chart. All right. Our quote for the day today is everything you can imagine is real by Pablo Picasso. All right, we are running out of time. Um, I'm just going to quickly go through our crystals for the day. It comes to us from an article by Jessica Demas from jessicademas.com. And it is the best crystals for anxiety. And I'm going to skip ahead and just read you the two that we haven't talked about on the show before. And the first one is Blue Chalcedony. The stone helps slow down the chatter in your mind. It reminds you to breathe deeply and alleviates feelings of fear and depression. With anxiety, your mind can feel like it never stops. She says she carried it with her in her pocket and purse last year because it also reminded her to use her voice and say no to protect her time and healing space. And then we have Lepedolite. It is a very calming stone that is especially good for hard transitions. It's also a great stone to meditate with and helps to restore balance. It represents trust and releasing anxiety. She says it's one of her favorites. That's energy is extremely soothing to her. She says, I've had this one next to my heart many times in the last few years. Real quickly from wikipedia.org, we have our goddess for the day, and that is Pachamama. She is a goddess revered by the indigenous people of the Andes. She is also known as the Earth Time Mother. In Inca mythology, Pachamama is a fertility goddess who presides over planting and harvesting, embodying the mountains and causes earthquakes. She is also an ever-present and independent deity who has her own self-sufficient and creative power to sustain life on this earth. Her shrines are hallowed stacks, hollowed rocks, or the bowls of legendary trees, and her artists envision her as an adult female bearing harvests of potatoes and coca leaves. The four cosmological Quechua principles, water, earth, sun, and moon, claim Panchamama as their prime origin. Priests sacrifice llamas, guinea pigs, and elaborate miniature burned garments to her. Pachamama 
is the mother of Inti, the sun god, and in um, Mama Killa, the moon goddess. Pachamama is said to also be the wife of Inti, her son. In pre-Hispanic culture, Pachamama was often a cruel goddess eager to collect her sacrifices. After the Spanish colonization of the Americas, conversion to Roman Catholicism took place and the figure of the Virgin Mary was equated with that of Pachamama for many of the indigenous people. As Andean cultures form modern nations, Pachamama remains benevolent, giving and a local name for Mother Nature. Thus, many in South America believe that problems arise when people take too much from nature because they are asking too much from Pachamama. All right, and as always, please, if you have any questions or comments or a tip to write in about, send that to fromasheswerise2 at gmail.com. Or if you leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to right now, you can email us and let us know that you did that. And either way, we will enter you in the giveaway for a three-ounce bag of non-organic, I'm sorry, organic, non-GMO herbal tea, custom blended by fromasheswerise2.com. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe. Have a wonderful day. Blessings and Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise To.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom blended, organic, non GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.